Hey, we are back for another episode of the Dorsey Den Podcast. I am DJ Dorsey. And I am Maya Dorsey. And this is the Dorsey Den Podcast. Once again, we have some company and we still have Dr. <laughs> Sabrina Gunn. We don't have no... um. We don't have any no fake hand clap yeah. class. But Sabrina was here last week, and I'm going to be honest, she's still here from this week because we're just recording two in one day. You're such a spoiler. Yeah, I'm sorry. Hey, you know, it's a podcast. You know, we tr- we trying to we trying to streamline this thing. And then we also have Jason Hills here. Clap, 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 clap. Um, Jason Hills, we also go to the same church. Um, so we're going to just jump right into it. Now, last week we was talking about, or earlier today... <laughs> You're so crazy. I can't Last, week. <laughs> Last week we was talking about um mental health uh, with Sabrina and um we got Jason here now. I'm a, I'm gonna just kind of give you a little bit of a <laughs> <Okay>. background. <laughs> I mean, you know, they're gonna see us with the same oh clothes on when we take the picture. <laughs> um we we me and Jason are Instagram friends, and you know, just one day scrolling, I seen a um a picture with some pills and I was just kind of like hmm what is this so Jason you actually just started yeah. medication yeah. Uh-huh. because of some depression yep some mental things going on yeah. so give us a little bit of why you posted that like sure what because I know some people that go through mental um some mental things mm-hmm. I don't know what the correct term for it might be but mental illness maybe mm-hmm. is the correct sure. term there might be some embarrassment there, yeah. Um, some shame, or just kind of like you know what, I'm gonna just keep this to myself. Mm-hmm. But you was open and honest about it. So mm-hmm. what made you post that, and then also just kind of go through the process of the why? I think um, there's a couple reasons that I posted it. Uh, so I have I'm I haven't struggled with depression my entire life. It's a new thing for me, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it's it's been a, a big realization because. In the episode last week, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> wink, 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 wink. Um, you guys, you you were talking about how um, you talked about how people. Um, oh, let me see. Let, basically like it, it is this thing that you discover in your life, and all of a sudden, when it's there, you have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's right there. You have to deal with it. Mm-hmm. And um, my family. Uh, we've got some people in my family that struggle with it. Mm-hmm. My immediate family, mm-hmm. my, my wife and my boys. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never have, mm-hmm. I've always been level. I've always been even, mm-hmm. um, really into a lot of personality studies and I'm really into the Enneagram right now. I'm an Enneagram seven, which means that I'm like ready to go. Let's mm-hmm. party. Let's do the, let's do whatever. Let's also just like a personality. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, and so for me, you familiar with that? No. Yeah. Okay. So, so for me, it's, it's, it's been this thing where like I, depression came out of the blue. All of a sudden it was, it was there. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think maybe the severity of it was there. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe it had been there for a lot longer and mm-hmm. I just didn't realize. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I had been working with a therapist for about uh, seven months mm-hmm. before we decided, Hey, let's try something. Let's do something next. Mm-hmm. Um, because it had gotten to this point where um, sitting and talking and doing the processing and doing the things he was asking me to do. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't working. And, um, I had just kind of gotten to a place where I was, um, I couldn't make any progress. Mm -hmm. I was very apathetic. Mm -hmm. I was, um, I have starting to gain weight. Mm -hmm. I was just like, just sadness was present all the time. Um, and so it was, we're sitting in a, a therapy session, um, in July and he said, I think you might be depressed. Mm. And what was crazy for me was that after that conversation and diagnosis, things got a lot worse. Mm. Like knowing and realizing for me, that's when it was, it was really bad. Mm -hmm. I I had two weeks um, after that, two or three weeks after that, that man, I just like sunk really, really low. Mm. Um, And so I started on some medicine I'm taking Wellbutrin, um, which is great, fast acting. You know, it doesn't, it's not, I, I walked in and I said, here's two things I don't want. I talked to my doctor. I said, 
I don't want to gain weight. And I don't. I want to be able to have sex still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, important. <laughs> so I said, I was like, listen, the, as long as those two things still work, then right. put me on whatever. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so we started on Wellbutrin, and uh, it's helped a ton. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't say that I am one hundred percent back to back to Jason. Mm-hmm. You know, happy mm-hmm. go lucky. Everything's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have days where I feel. I'm feeling rough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I wouldn't say days. I, I have I have times, mm-hmm. moments of mm-hmm. feeling rough. Mm-hmm. Um, when I was really struggling, there was days and days and days. Mm-hmm. Um, so was there something that triggered, like an event that triggered it, like a death or a job loss or a change that kind of triggered depression for you? Yeah, it for me, um, I think everything caught up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been working in churches for 23 years. Mm-hmm. Um, this year's is 20, this year coming up will be 23 years. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and in the last five or so years, um, I have, I've really like, I never went through a rebellious stage when I was growing up. I never went through, but in the last five or so years, I've really started to ask myself questions about my faith and mm-hmm. ask myself mm-hmm. about, you know, like, Hey, why, why do I believe? Yeah, what I why believe? do I believe what I believe? Mm-hmm. And I've done this Trust my whole me, life. I know exactly mm-hmm. what you mean. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and um, so that was part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I had I had just changed a job, a role inside of the church, mm-hmm. um, into a role that wasn't working for me, um, and and I had made that move kind of out of um, some unhealth, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, and then also in, in the last year, um, we had some traumatic stuff happen in mm-hmm. our family with our immediate family, mm-hmm. um, the year before that. Mm-hmm. And so I never had really, I had kind of dealt with it. I was seeing a therapist. Mm-hmm. I was, I was thought I was doing the right things. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was just like, it just was there. Yeah. Just hit you. Yeah. 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 Do you think with your relationship or your history in church that that kind of kept you a whack for a long period of time or extended period of time of not dealing with it? Because I, I say that because I think I've had moments of depression for various reasons, but it's like, I'm just going to meditate. I'm mm-hmm. just going to pray. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm going to take it to the altar, if you will, and it's going to go away. You know, and so I think pray it away, as you said, pray it away. And so I think, you know, over time, even with anxiety within the last couple of years, I have realized that I suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, Terrence is saying like, you're so high strung and you're easily stressed or whatever. But part of that is anxiety and it's anxiety as a result of my traumas Mm -hmm. that I've had over the course of time Mm -hmm. that. I couldn't control. Mm -hmm. So then it's like, I want to control certain things because to me that keeps things intact for me. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I had to come to the realization. Yes, I do have faith. Yes, I do have these things, but I do suffer from anxiety. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't until someone had conversations like we're having now to kind of identify what does anxiety look like? You know, because I didn't know it was anxiety. I just was like, what is that feeling? And why am I agitated? And, I have a right to be agitated. This is a really Mm -hmm. valid thing. You know what I mean? So for you, like, how did you separate the two? You know what I mean? How did you realize like, this is, this is bigger than just me praying and, you know, sure. Um, yeah, it's, it's, I, I grew up in a time where, um, and you know, like you were saying black culture, my, my culture is, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, really? Like you don't say it out loud. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. I guess it's the same across yeah. the board. Then, yeah. I for mean, us, we... like, for for my family or my church growing up, it was it was like, it was humiliating if you had if you struggled with something mm-hmm. um, that mm-hmm. wasn't curable. <laughs> you know, that wasn't that wasn't a a disease. I mean, it, it, depression, right, is a, a mental illness, but something that that doesn't feel like a weakness. Mm-hmm. I think is what I'm saying. Um, and so that there was a for me, there's always been some shame, I think, mm-hmm. associated with it. Mm-hmm. Um, just feeling like, man, I've got to, I've got to keep it together because um, working at a church, being a being. Exactly. Yeah. You you have to. There's you a feel, you feel this pressure to yeah. be able yeah. to 
have it together. You guys yeah. are right. And 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 I think there's a I think that in the past several ten years or so, there's been more of a transparency that's come out mm-hmm. uh, in the church where people are more comfortable with it. Um, but I still think we professional Christians, people mm-hmm. that get paychecks, mm-hmm. we hold mm-hmm. on to that kind of stuff mm-hmm. because because we're scared of mm-hmm. what it might mean if we say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Right. So let me ask let me ask this. When you say professional Christian, meaning somebody that works in the church, mm-hmm. like you have more behind the scenes viewpoints than just us who go to church. Mm-hmm. So I know for me, been going to church all my life and hearing about somebody that's a mental mm-hmm. Wellness doctor, mm-hmm. the, psychiatrist. Psychiatrist. I'm trying to avoid the word here. I'm gonna need you to say psychiatrist. It. Psychiatrist. I can't get it together on that word. Psychiatrist and psychologist. Psychologist. Ah, oh, that was funny. All psych on the front. Okay. La 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 la. So, I was. I never heard about somebody like you. I never heard sure. about. All we heard about was a surgeon. Sure. Heart doctor. Yeah. Never heard about, you know, somebody, uh, OBGYN, never heard yeah. about a mental, yeah. somebody that, or we always heard psychologists as somebody that's kind of like deal with the crazy people, right? somebody at the nut house. Right. So the I wasn't, ex- yeah, wasn't exposed to that. What I was exposed to was you got an issue, go talk to the pastor, mm-hmm. go talk to, sure. you know, somebody that's in a deliverance ministry or, um, one of the elders at the church or one of the workers at the church mm-hmm. was never exposed to somebody that was professional. Mm-hmm. Like they're gifted mm. for this. They're, this is their gift. That wasn't always looked at as like a gift. Yeah. So with you being somebody mm-hmm. that actually works within ministry, works within a church, there was still shame there. Yeah, absolutely. But there was never no promotion. Did you ever hear about promotion of, you know, mental mental wellness psychologist. So even uh, psychiatrist, Jesus help them. Yeah, no, I feel like I'm missing a shot <laughs> every time. Brick, yeah, brick, <laughs> brick. Um, so uh, like we have counseling services at, at church, right? Exactly. Right, like we do, and a it's therapy great. Department, and, yeah. and tons of people take advantage of it um, in a good way, positive way. They're mm-hmm. using it, um, uh, and one of the things that's different inside the church than outside of the church, I think is yeah. that um, we, we can only take people so far, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. and, right. and, and when, mm-hmm. and at some point, like you said, praying in scripture isn't it, that, that doesn't take away the, the depletion of that's the right. things that your body needs that's in order right. to be able to function really well. Mm-hmm. And um, so we, you know, because, we're a family that takes medicine to feel well. Mm-hmm. Um, we we talk about it like vitamins almost. You know, like man, if 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 one of our kids was was depleted in vitamin D, we'd make sure that they were taking vitamin D so that way right. they had it. Man, this is one of those things where if I can take some medicine to feel better, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm gonna do it. Never mm-hmm. really heard it like that. That's yeah. a good. That's good. Too. Yeah. That that's good. I I really appreciate hearing your story, and you know your positive. Um, outlook on it and your transparency with it to help someone else what you you two had were talking and it made me think about when we talk about professional christians i love how you said that because it made me think about um if we were talking about religious of jesus in the garden of gethsemane you know right before he was supposed to go and be crucified the next day he went to the garden Mm -hmm. and everybody's probably seen that picture when jesus is on like this rock or something he's looking up toward the sky he's like just in distraught and stress and one thing about that scripture i think we kind of forget sometimes that he was he was he was son of man he was also you know a spiritual entity as well and he was he was supposed to right but he knew he had to go to calvary the next day he he didn't feel like it Mm -hmm. he didn't want to Mm -hmm. he said take this cup for me Mm -hmm. he had to go through it and that's Mm -hmm. what i think sometimes that we kind of fail to realize is that if he felt it, we gonna feel it. Some type of you know, cause that 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 was agony in the garden when he had that experience, and you know, there's comfort in knowing that you know, if we're followers of Christ, that there's nothing that he didn't experience that we don't experience, and that we can get through it. Too goes back to what I was saying. I need to see the change in somebody else if I'm going to change, right? 
And when you say professional Christian, it's like it's not fair for us to say, I'm a Christian, I ain't going to go through nothing. Mm -hmm. No, it just means I follow Christ. Mm -hmm. But I have grace and I have mercy and I'm a believer and I've been forgiven. That's what it means. And I need to treat people the way I want to be treated. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean I'm not going to feel those things. So for you to have that testimony, I hope it helps other people too, because so many people in clergy, so many pastors, preachers, whatever titles, they think that they can't get help because of their title. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, that's a good thing that you said that. I always wonder when it comes to like a pastor or somebody that's, you know, a public figure, a public, a a public figure, but somebody that's a pastor, somebody that's you look at that helps people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. The person that helps people, where do they go to get help? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Do you, do you deal with patients like that? Have you, or have Mm -hmm. you? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Cause I, I always wondered, like we have this, I don't know. I think a lot of people put pastors on the pedestal. Yes. So. Yes. I, yeah, like they, they, they're, yeah, they're man. And I just be wondering, like, where do they go yeah. to get help? Um, Which is why I like that post where I seen somebody post a little while ago. It said, check on your strong friends. Yeah. yeah. Because, yeah. you know, it's like they up here, they got it together. They don't need anything. <laughs> they're cool, you know. But it's like, no, you got to check on those people too, mm-hmm. you know. That's part of what happened with my story was that that in in our immediate family, I hadn't struggled like that. Mm-hmm. And it was a surprise for everybody. Right. Yeah. You know? Um, and it was difficult for my wife because she, she, and she was awesome. I mean, she was unbelievable through the whole process, but, but just kind of saying like, I don't know what to do for you because <laughs> right. you've done this for me. And, mm-hmm. you've been there. Um, and so that, you know, mm-hmm. that's, that's part of it. I'm not saying like, I'm the strong friend, but I'm the one that can be happy all the time. Right. I'm the one that's ready to go right now. Right. Whatever, right. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, so yeah. One thing that's cool, like you said, where do people go? Um, uh, this is, this is brand new for us, but as a benefit, mm-hmm. um, we have the opportunity at, at church to um, see a counselor outside mm-hmm. of the church. So mm-hmm. that's a benefit. That's completely that, free. Because I've used yeah. services. Yeah. Well, what I'm that's saying good. is as a staff. Oh, as a staff. As a staff, okay. they are paying for a benefit where we can go to an outside counselor. Oh, okay. To see for, for some. And that's how I started my therapy. Good. It was in yeah. that process. was like, hey, I'm going to get in, get yeah. my stuff worked out. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. So as somebody that's it. a patient, would you about to say something? Yeah, I was going to say, since you made the post, how has it been received? from you know that community it you know it 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 went like i got a lot of likes right right which is a weird one for that kind of post <laughs> right you know um just a lot of people saying hey just a, really appreciate you being transparent mm-hmm. being honest um my dad called the next day he said hey your mom wants wanted me to call you and check on you <laughs> you know right. like, like so you know ev- everybody's noticing you know, i i think Part of the reason I I did it is because I um, I like to I'm a person that also stands up for justice. Like right. I really want to I want to defend people and mm-hmm. and things and and I kind of want to for my boys I want to stand up and be able to say, man, it's all right. Right. If things are bad, if things if things stink, if if you know you're struggling, it's that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. And. And that human. doesn't mean sure. So we're human. Yeah. yeah. And it doesn't mean you're weak if you say I need help. Which and is it important, mean, especially yeah. raising boys, mm-hmm. because it's like, oh, you're weak, you're a punk, you this, you're that, because yeah. we supposed, you know, a man is supposed to be strong and yeah. not weak, and you know, which which really hurts this whole idea yeah. of getting support or asking yes. for help or saying, hey, man, I need help. Something's not right. You know, and this is something I've been talking with Maya about. Uh-huh. Um, I, I consider myself a product of the 90s. I was born in the 80s. Mm-hmm. Consider myself a product of the 90s. Mm-hmm. And the way I grew up was as a man, you're supposed to be this way. You're mm-hmm. supposed to be supposed to be tough. Da 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 da. Now that I'm older, I'm coming in more in tune with my feelings. Sure. And I'm kind of like, hey, it's okay to say I'm not okay. That's right. Or, you know, like even having a son now. My son is. Mm-hmm. Seven, about to be eight. It's gonna be funny calling him eight in a few weeks. Mm-hmm. But having a son, 
and I see him struggle with certain things. It might be math or mm-hmm. somebody was messing with him in school. I'm conscious in my mind not to say, boy, toughen up. Mm, yeah, suck it good. up. Suck it up. That's good. But I give him tools like, <laughs> now, Jason, being black, this is how we can tell our kids. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm, the like, they're, they're, I'm like, okay, first, like, for instance, we had, you know, you deal with bullies in school or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. First line of defense is to tell this person, stop, I don't like it. That's right. Second thing is they keep on doing it, tell the teacher. Mm-hmm. They keep on doing it. You didn't put. Now you got to put. Now you got to knock this kid out. Yeah. <laughs> because guess what? Hey, we've got some misconceptions because I tell my kids, you don't ever start a fight, but you finish. That's it. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Because I'm like, I'm like, look, you, you, you put, you put this kid on alert. Yeah. You told sure. him to stop. Yeah. That's right. Now this kid ain't stopping. You didn't told the teacher. This kid mm-hmm. is still going. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right now. Yep. You don't start the fight. Yeah. But you finish. But you better yeah, but finish you better it. Finish. <laughs> okay. All right. I thought, okay. Because I'm like, man, you might have to just knock this bully out to let everybody else know. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I ain't the one. I ain't but the but I'm I'm telling him too, like, look, it's okay to tell. Don't be a tattletale now. Yeah. Right. But it's okay if somebody's bothering you. Yeah. You tell. So you ain't no punk if you don't do this. It's just kind of like this is okay mm-hmm. as a guy because I tell my daughter the same thing. So now that I'm getting older, mm-hmm. I'm just realizing a lot of the things that I were told as a as a as a male. Mm-hmm. A lot of this stuff is kind of like. Now I'm not a big crier, but it's it's like when my nephew died. My nephew died a few mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like it's okay to cry. Yeah, it's okay to feel this way. Yeah. So, kind of forgot where I was going with that. <laughs> No, it's all good stuff, though. Yeah, yeah, but I think, oh, no, where I was going with that is, it's kind of like now that I'm older and coming into with my feelings, it's kind of like, yeah, I'm, it's this struggle with, okay, this is what I've known all my life. Yeah. And But now that I'm having these real feelings, it's kind of like sometimes this struggle, like, darn it. And, How and, vulnerable can I be? Yeah, and, and, yeah. and we're kind of, I guess, going going over, like, the different reasons for depression or the different things and, and different ways it hit us. But also, too, i got to interject before I forget, sometimes it's not always what happens to us. It could be just vitamin D deficiencies, anemias, infections, traumatic brain injuries. It could be it's it's iron iron deficiency, sickle cell anemia, all these things. When something's not going right, think about it. When oxygen is not going all over to your body, and the red blood cells can't carry enough oxygen to your brain. Are you going to function as well? well? So, out, yeah. So, you know, I'm not saying this is you. I'm sure, not sure. your doctor yeah. and I'm not going to say anything. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know, but when I see a person like you and they're like, I'm always happy. I'm always whatever. You know, I do blood work. and I do tests. Let me make sure it's not something mm-hmm. medically going on mm-hmm. that's causing you to feel this way. Certain medications can cause you to feel depressed. A lot of cardiovascular medications, you know, certain beta blockers can cause depression. Mm-hmm. So sometimes it ain't even like a reason. Like some people are like, I don't even know why and you know what they ain't got a reason have to have a reason to feel that way mm-hmm. and you know it's other things that can cause them i have people so many to come in all the time i'm irritable i'm irritable irritable i'm snapping you know what i do i get a sleep study all they needed was a cpap mm-hmm. all they needed was some good sleep because they're not getting enough oxygen to the brain so mm-hmm. sometimes it's not even you know it can be that deep sometimes it is not like i said one thing i learned earlier practice medicine with common sense what yeah. else is out there that could be going on? That's interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So one yeah. of that's one of the reasons I love the fact that we didn't go to there, go to that spot in my life until yeah. seven or eight months after yeah. after therapy and talking and, yeah. and seeing my 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 uh my doctor and yeah. and stuff. So he was able to dig a little bit yeah. before he said Yeah, yeah. You need yeah. it. Yeah. Now this this is what I was gonna ask you. Um when it comes to when you first started going to therapy, mm-hmm. what was that process like? In my mind, in my mind, uh-huh. I've never been through therapy. Sure. Been considering it. Um, it almost, and when I hear other people talk about it, I'm like, man, it just seems weird. <laughs> Sitting in a room yeah. talking to somebody and yeah. they're just, you know, you you they they ask you like these probing questions. Yeah. What was that process like for you? I this was the first time that I was on the receiving end of that. Mm-hmm. So it was new to me as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, one of the things 
um, family friend's show, so I won't say it. But one of the things I, we, I walked into the doctor, um, my therapist were sitting talking. I've, I, I had known him before I knew of him. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. and, and one of the things he said to me was like, Hey Jason, we're all effed up and dropped the F bomb <laughs> like that. And I was like, well, let's go. You know, like it broke the ice for me and, a, and it broke the but ice for me boulder. in a way that yeah. it was just like, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. And it changed, that changed the conversation because it went from being like, well, we have to make sure that we're real proper and we have, yeah. I say the right things and he's going to say the right things to right. me to like, let's just talk. Sure. You know, yeah. let's just, mm-hmm. let's just talk. Yeah. Um, and and so that was that was helpful mm-hmm. but even with that there are times when there's still times that it's a little bit awkward mm-hmm. like you're you know yeah. you're 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 you realize like oh my gosh i've been talking about myself <laughs> all this time and <laughs> and this feels weird like you know like you have this moment right Cause like I, that i've seen this one um charlemagne actually he did a live <laughs> session mm-hmm. on tv and I was just sitting up there like, man, that looks, that seemed like it would be so weird because she's talking to him. She He was talking to a female therapist. Mm-hmm. So she's asking him probing questions and he'll, you know, you know how when you get, the funny thing about when you, like, you're done saying what you're saying, a lot of people end with, so. <laughs> so she's looking at him, like, shaking her head, like, yeah, are you yeah. done? And he's like, so, like. You say something, and she's just kind of like looking at him, like gazing into him. And maybe she was just thinking, like, it could be her style. There are different styles. Okay. Because, like, with motivational interviewing, there's another one, right? You know, it's it's five ways, and I can't think of all five ways right now. Um, when you tell me something, my response can be a paraphrase. So, so what you're telling me is that, mm-hmm. or I could say, hmm, that, or affirmation is, um, that must have made you feel frustrated. Mm-hmm. Or it could be like, you know, so they're different. It might be her style. And I tell people all the time, too, that, you know, mental health is always about finding the perfect fit. And it seemed like you have had a perfect fit, mm-hmm. which I'm so excited about because mm-hmm. it seemed like you were, you know, medication naive and therapy sure. naive to sure, sense. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, and I tell people, like, it's like if an alien from outer space came and said, you know, I want I want something sweet. And I say, go to the store and get your candy bar. They go to the store and they're like. I know it's Kit Kats, Twix, Snickers. It took us all our lives to figure out which one we like. You know, we got that favorite candy bar, right? Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth, right? You might have went through a couple before you like, I like Babe Ruth. Or maybe you had Babe Ruth for the first time. It's like, I don't eat nothing else, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's how mental health is. Like, if I tell you, you know, someone who's never gone to a therapist before, go get help. Sometimes you got to also make sure it's a good fit. So I tell people, be proactive as well. If If you're not liking something or you're like, hmm, something could be better. You know, I'm. I'm. I tell my patients too. It's all about you. Mm-hmm. If if I'm not the perfect fit, mm-hmm. let me help you find somebody. Yeah. That's because it. that's what it's all about. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I was gonna ask you, how do you know? How do you know you have the right therapist? So that kind of like ties into that. Like, how do you know? Yeah. You know, because sometimes you're just going because this is the only person I know. I was mm-hmm. referred to them, mm-hmm. and so. I'm a go, but I still don't feel like this is it. Mm. So you kind of settle. Yeah. One, we had a, an interesting experience where one of my family members was seeing somebody and, and it wasn't the right fit and we had to choose to leave. Mm-hmm. And that way mm-hmm. it, it's weird because mm-hmm. you kind of feel it. You kind of feel like you're breaking up a relationship. Yeah, you're to that. Up, yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, like you a do. built relationship yeah. with somebody. And, 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 um, but it was a really great decision. Mm-hmm. So I think had mm-hmm. we stayed in that situation, um, I think we would have gone down another path mm-hmm. that I don't think we needed to go down. Right. I, don't, yeah. I don't think it would have been a healthy path. Right. Um, uh, and so, um, yeah, that was interesting for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's been weird because it, that, that wasn't for me. That was for my son, actually. And and every once in a while, I still have this twinge of like, oh, did I do the right thing? Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, like, right. but yeah. Um, but. Yeah, you just got to do it. When you leave counseling or therapy, like, do you? How do you feel when you leave? Because that's your opportunities. A lot of times, what we do as people is we want to vent, we want to communicate, and so we think venting to people is our therapy. Like, as long as I can vent and get it out, I'll be okay. And so, how do you feel when you leave therapy? Because it's like it's a one 
one person that's, that you have dedicated to say, you know what, I'm going to just spill all my guts to mm-hmm. versus calling this person and talking to my best friend and talking to mm-hmm. my mom, talking to my cousin, talking to all these different people to try to get this thing out. So how does it feel to have this one person that, you know, like each week I'm going to go to and I could be able to express this to and get this off my chest? And when you leave, how does that make you feel? I, I spend a lot of time in my head having conversations, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm talking to people, I'm talking to you guys before mm-hmm. I get here, right. you know, all that kind right. of stuff. And mm-hmm. so, so for me, um, I have a, about a 45, 30 minute drive mm-hmm. f- afterwards, um, to get home mm-hmm. and I just start replaying and processing and thinking through and how am I going to put into practice these mm-hmm. things that we've talked about mm-hmm. and, oh, you know, talking about this, maybe I handled this other thing wrong. How would I handle it different in the future? Or, you know, it's, it's some stuff like that. Um, uh, uh, one thing that he has me practice a lot is, um, how, like, how do I, f- how does, how do, how does my body react Oh yeah. To certain mm-hmm. things, so like he mm-hmm. he'll say, "I'm gonna say this thing." How, what? How did that make you feel? Not just emotionally, but like, did you physically have any reaction to it? Did you, you know, like, did it, like, make you sweat? Did it make you mm-hmm. feel? And so that's been really that processing portion of it too mm-hmm. is a new thing for me to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, really paying attention to my nervous system and and mm-hmm. things in situations. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so f- yeah, yeah, because you know what I mean. Like sometimes mm-hmm. when people feel like I don't need therapy because you know I'm a vent and get it out, and I just think having a therapist mm-hmm. helps because I know for me, like I go to therapy periodically, yeah. and it's not just it's really not for anything in particular. It's just yeah. because sometimes I feel like I just need another person, That's you know, right. to talk to. Right. Yeah, I have my sister. Yeah, I have my mom. Yeah, I have my husband. But sometimes it's like. I need another person that doesn't know anything about me That's it. that I can just pour into and dump and then they can give me That's some tools it. and some tips mm-hmm. and I can leave it all there and I can yeah. go home. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. you just need that, that separation. You do that unbiased attention right. to you. And, and some people don't have that because some people gossip too much mm-hmm. or some people don't have a malicious intent of telling people's business, but because you may be the common topic of conversation. There you go. Yep. Oh, by the way, and then, you know, like I said, everybody ain't gossiping. I'm not going to say it because some, but some people just don't know how to hold water. Mm-hmm. And you mm-hmm. tell me something and then this thing, I know I'm telling auntie the same thing. Right. And then well, she ain't saying nothing about that. And then that, that doesn't foster the uh, um, what you need. Mm-hmm. And for me, you know, if, if the person for me, like I go into, I went into this field because there's something called the writing reflex. I want to make things right. You know, I want justice, right? What you were saying, it, it, some people have that reflex and it's just, it, it, it's just like a reflex. It happens before you can think about it and process it. And I went into the field because I, I, before I even realized that I'm doing it, oh my gosh, what can I do to help? Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I'm just feeling it. I, I want you to feel better because I feel good. I want you to feel good. And so if you go to a therapist and who really means it, their job, they get paid. Mm-hmm to help you, mm-hmm. you know, and sometimes say, well, they get paid. They're superficial. No, that means they're good at it and they got some training for it and mm-hmm. they done done some studying about it mm-hmm. right? to help you because venting all the time, like I said earlier, venting's great. It helps you process, right? But if you don't get it out and have a soundboard and have a solution, mm-hmm. that's just like a married couple always arguing, always arguing about the same old, same old, same old, same old thing, not coming up with the conflict resolution, there's a difference between arguing with someone and having conflict resolution within the marriage. Mm-hmm. I don't want to nag, nag, nag. I don't want you to complain, complain, complain. I want a solution. Mm-hmm. And that's what therapy does for you. Mm-hmm. And sometimes talking is like ongoing. Right. <laughs> you right. know? So I, this this might be a random question, but you mentioned gossiping. Yes. Do you think gossip and I don't even know really how to ask ask this question Uh do you think gossip plays into people's mental oh yes definitely so 
Explain. I, I don't even know how to it, ask you know, the question because you I, said it. And I hope I, was, I don't say this too much, and I hope I ain't being too deep. But no, you know, sound waves. When you when waves, okay, water, ocean, right? Mm-hmm. Ripples. If I when we, when we on the on the boat the other day or the of the river, if you touch the water, the waves go go mm-hmm. go go. Sound. When I say something to you. The waves go, go, go. Hit your eardrum, hit your inner ear bones, hit your brain. There's a response. It brings about a change. You t- you asked me to come here. Mm-hmm. You said that to me. I heard it, and I'm here, mm-hmm. right? That was a change, mm-hmm. right? So when you gossip, those sound waves, and it's been studied, when you say things nice and calmly, those sound waves are evenly spaced. They're pleasant. You know, but if I say something mean and you so stupid, you get them like, those sound waves come out the different hurts. You know what I'm saying? Just like a boat that goes touches fast. Touches the feelings. Touches the feelings. Just like that boat. If the boat goes slow, but then there was a big boat on the river the other day, wherever it was. And then, and I was like, oh my gosh, look, the, look, oh my gosh, it rocks, right? Mm-hmm. But if we was just canoeing and taking it easy, it wouldn't bother me. Gossip is so negative Mm -hmm. again like you know going back to the spiritual sense too the negative thoughts that the devil the enemy the adversary tries to tell us makes us feel bad you know so that's why we should always you know speak to each other kindly i'm not saying that we're not going to vent and get angry or whatever again that goes back to conflict resolution but just don't treat me any kind of way don't gossip and talk about me and don't say manner of evil against me when you tell me good things i respond to it better than you do if you talk negatively about me Mm -hmm. which is why I think in the Bible it talks about um talks about how you speak to people it's like honey. That's right. I'm trying to it's, I know it's a proverb, I can't Yeah, think of it. yeah. It's, um gentle gentle answer turns away wrath. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just thinking about certain things. Yeah. Now, and the other one that I want to ask about do you think or from your professional experience, yeah. the difference between venting like me, uh-huh. I can vent to Maya. Yes, you can. Uh-huh. Is there a difference between venting and therapy? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Because like she said, venting is just you talking. Therapy is a means to a, a, means to a solution. Okay. That's right. right. Yeah. So like, for instance, and Jason, you may have, you may can chime in on this too. Like, for instance, um, prolonged exposure therapy for PTSD. If, okay, so let's say that I've been um, in a car accident or something. And so what's the goal? I want to get in a car again. I want to drive. I'm, I want to bring my dependent, but I am scared to get in the car. Okay, well, this week what we're going to work on is, you know, from the skills of routine, let's, let's work on you going outside. Let's work on you touching the car. That might not be prolonged exposure therapy. I'm kind of going to other ones, but it's like a slow desensitization, slow whatever. Whereas if I'm just like, man, I can't get in the car. Good last time I got a car, I was nervous. Ooh, child, ooh, this. And right. my, so, man, just get in the car. What you so scared about? If you just right. get in the car, you get over it. That wasn't a resolution. You know, right. that wasn't a process. But if I actually work every week, and like you said, process what we went over mm-hmm. you know give me a week to process and telling yeah. me like girl just get in the car that's therapy versus venting mm-hmm. gotcha. yeah okay. that's good that makes sense i got a question for you <laughs> so when you say you're that's considering mm-hmm. why are you considering versus trying to like take action to do it why are y'all laughing i'm so serious right now because he said he was considering huh. oh because oh, i was talking to chris about the same thing oh, oh. yeah <laughs> why um, consider I mean, the same reason why I considered going to massage therapy before yeah. I started doing it. I mean, I've never done it before, so you know, it's kind of like you. So I'm I'm in this mode of doing what I always do. Uh, I never, I didn't go gun shooting before, mm-hmm. and then when I started doing it, it was like okay, you know. So it was just kind of like processing before I do it. It's not like I'm against it. It's just I just started going to massage therapy. What two months ago consistently. Mm-hmm. But before then, it was just kind of like, I think I should do it. I think I should do it. I think I should do it. Then when I finally did, it was like, okay, mm-hmm. I, I like this. So mm-hmm. it's nothing against it. It's just there's no yeah. rhyme or reason. It's just yeah. I'm considering it. It's mm-hmm. in, it's in my brain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not that. I, I think I think it would. Um, Chris said, or will is it gonna work? That's one. That's one. I'm, I'm saying because no people probably couldn't hear him. Oh yeah yeah yeah. Um, no, you know, because I think, <clears throat> once again, going back to Charlemagne, 
I didn't think nothing about mental therapy or mental illness yeah. until are you familiar with Charlemagne mm-hmm. Breakfast Club? Yeah. He um you know, he he started talking about it and that's somebody I listen to frequently. Yeah. And it was just kinda like, hmm. I didn't realize this was really that important because I always looked at it as, oh, they crazy. There's something wrong with them. Yeah. But it's kind of like now that I'm understanding, it's like, oh, no, there's really a thing going on. There's a traumatic thing going on. And for me, I didn't really, I can't say, oh, that's my computer. I'm like, what am I hearing? Um, I'm not one who can say I really had any traumatic experiences. Like that you're aware of. That I'm aware of, maybe. I don't know, but I don't I don't I haven't really had anything that make me say that I ponder on to say, oh mm-hmm. snap. Like I think like my nephew dying was that was traumatic. Very traumatic, especially the way he died. The way he died. He mm-hmm. walked he walked into the wrong house. It was one of those neighborhoods no. that looked like all the same houses and he walked into the wrong one. Shot and killed. Oh my god. Yeah. How yeah. Old was he? he was seventeen, 17 at Ooh. the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Very close. Like it was like yeah. a son for you. Yeah, yeah. So that was 2013. Because um, it was just, you know, one day my sister calls me and it was just kind of like, I'm eating breakfast with my family. I call her back. Mm-hmm. She calls back again. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, something ain't right. Let me pick up this phone. I need you here right now. And I'm like, huh? For what? Mm. But in her voice, it's like something ain't right. You yeah. could tell someone yeah. right. So I get over there and she's like, "He's been murdered." And I'm like, mm. "Say what?" He mm-hmm. and this this made it. This was on 2020. It yeah. was it was a big mm-hmm. story, and of course the media got it all wrong. You know the media loves to jump on stuff before yeah. they get the full story. But he ended up sneaking out the house at like midnight or something. Went over yeah. to a friend's house. First time having a drink. Got Same a little debris. It was St. Patrick's yeah, Day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't even think about it. It was. Mm-hmm. Um, went over a friend's house, had a little drink, got a little, ne- little inebriated. So the neighborhood that he lived in, it was kind of like, I think you would maybe call it like a villa where all the houses kind of look alike. Look alike. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So when he was going home, he thought he was going into his house. Mm-hmm. But walked into a neighbor's house, it's like 3 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So the neighbor is kind of like calling out to him like, yo, who's in my house? He's a little tipsy yeah. neighbor, you know, a 17-year-old football player. So he ain't no, he, you know, average 17-year-old size. So the neighbor probably thought it was a grown man in his house. Shot him in the back. Mm-hmm. So and this was um, in uh, Arlington, Virginia. Because mm-hmm. my, my sister and her husband divorced. So sister was living here. Husband Lovely. living in Arlington. So that was one of those things where it was just kind of like, whoa. Mm-hmm. But that was, you know, outside of that, like as a kid, I live with both parents. Like, so I'm not saying I don't need therapy. It's just one of those things. It was kind of like, I'll tell, I'll tell you something that's interesting with that is like, I lived with both parents. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I don't feel like I had anything really bad happening. Mm-hmm. I don't feel, but it all caught me, mm-hmm. you know. And mm-hmm. I'm, and that's not a prediction or something yeah, yeah, like yeah. that at all. But I'm just saying, like, like I don't think. I don't think mental illness has has a type of family, uh, a type of right. skin color. That's it right. It doesn't have a type of income. That's right. It's, it's it, and it doesn't have a, a reason. It doesn't always have one reason. That's you right. You know, it doesn't always it. And so, that was part of the reason that I even shared the post mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. was because you know by a lot of people that go to this church across the street from your house mm-hmm. right here, you know, a ton of people, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They all, they, they might look at me and say, Oh man, he's, he's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got it. He's got great kids, a great job. He's got great opportunities. He seems like he's got it together. He's in front of people and he can talk and speak and whatever. And, mm-hmm. and, and I wanted to be able to say, man, even me, right? Mm-hmm. Like even me, even me, Lord. Like, like that's, that's, and it's okay, mm-hmm. you know. It's okay that it's that it's me too, in this situation. So, mm-hmm. um, one thing know. I say to Terrence too, I said everything goes somewhere. It's true. Because he'll say like, because he's the upbeat, <laughs> silly, happy-go-lucky, extroverted person. Yeah. So it's like you know, yeah. On the outside, even for him, I think sometimes it's like I'm good, you know. But there, he's the youngest of ten. There were all kinds of things going on in his, you know, family. The baby. 
And baby boy, I just think <laughs> that he kind of desensitized himself to certain things. Yeah. And he has a way to shut things out and like categorize. And so it's like, I'm just not going to deal with that. But like I tell him, everything goes someplace. Some people shop as a result of That's stress. True. Some people drink, some people smoke, some people play video games, <laughs> some people, you know, yeah. um, eat, you know, it, it goes somewhere it goes for everybody. Somewhere. Yeah. And so it's just a matter of you identifying where you are and then recognizing the outlet that you use or you choose, whether it's sex or whatever, that's right. mm-hmm. to, to release that. To release oh, that. Skeet, skeet. You know, and so that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, it goes someplace. <laughs> but trying to get him to understand. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You're right. <laughs> Try, trying to get him to understand, like, it's okay to bring awareness to where you are and then figure out why you're doing this. So like if I'm having a long stressful day, I'm like, okay, I'm about to go have a drink. It's me acknowledging like, this is my choice to release whatever frustrations that I've had That's for right. today. Right. But when this becomes a, you know, habitual thing, uh-huh. then it's like, okay, now, okay, address it. I need to, I need to chill on this. But just having that conversation, like even with the aces, like, um, for me, my parents were divorced. And so when I took the ACE assessment, ACEs assessment, cause I'm thinking this, this is not for me. This is not going to apply to me, you know, cause we were doing it for like kids. Mm-hmm. So when I took the assessment, I mean, my score, I had a higher score than I thought I would have just because things that were listed on there as traumas, mm-hmm. I didn't identify as mm-hmm. traumas, such as a divorce. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I wasn't the one that got a divorce. So why is that a why trauma for me? Trauma? But yeah. it is traumatic because it's a division of the home. And so that's what I'm saying. Sometimes I just think we as adults feel like traumas for the other person because I didn't escape. I didn't. Yeah. I escaped that, or I didn't experience that. But even if you experience it from like an indirect way, yeah. you're still impacted. That's true. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. One day you, once you have your therapy session, we'll come back and reconvene. Because not that I feel like he necessarily like, oh, he's jacked up and he needs it. Because mm-hmm. like for me, I go to therapy just to just for ca- mental wellness. Just a check. Yeah. It's just like your car. It's like okay, it's time to get a tune up. It's time to get an oil before change the, before the engine light comes. It's on. just like where am I? You know. Well, and what I think what I hear you say too is like you know you care about. She his think I'm will. crazy. No, <laughs> <laughs> you are crazy. <laughs> and like, I'm gonna get my cousin to verify this. <laughs> Brina, the whole reason you're here. Brina, uh, you need to give him a session. Right. <laughs> the real reason why we brought the you. Real here. reason why, but you know I. Th- I, I just think that uh oh I lost my train of thought no hold on what was I saying I no yeah I think she's just saying like she's oh. concerned because it is like when Chris chimed in too and and whatnot you know with everything that he's experienced this past year you know it's just like when you see someone you love you just want to make sure that they are okay right that's all and like you said mental the wellness like you you, you go for an annual right mm-hmm. to your doctor. Sometimes it's probably good to, you know, just check in a little bit, especially in this day and age. Mm -hmm. And I like how you said that, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, where you come from. You know, it it, it doesn't have respect to person regardless. It can it can happen anywhere, anytime. You know, Chris grew up with both his parents and home. That was like almost unheard of Mm -hmm. in where we were from. And though my stepfather is my father, you know, he was in my life all my life. There was a divorce and some things that I have experienced from my father, like the reason why my mother and father um, divorce, all that stuff, it indirectly affects me because it mm-hmm. makes me think, is that my trajectory or exactly. is that my this? You know what I'm saying? Because that's all I know. Right. But, you know, it just doesn't matter where you start from, it's where you're going. Mm-hmm. And checking in and saying, like, how am I dealing with this? And again, it's only a problem when it causes a problem within you. Like, if you have that one drink and you can walk away from that drink and be like, okay, I'm fine. But when you start every day, day in and out, binge drinking shot, and stuff. Shot, 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 Right. It's always something right there. Yes. <laughs> That's how it may become a problem. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Why are y'all looking at me? Yeah, I thought you were going to say something. Did you say yeah? It was that awkward silence. It was that awkward silence. So, yeah. But you know what? And here's what's going to make me throw throw myself under the bus a little Uh-oh. bit. It's one of them things like I got a benefit where I can get some free sessions. I just haven't had, I just haven't scheduled it. 
Yeah, and that's the thing, even with the insurance, like somebody somebody from my um job brought it to my attention. Like, you know, we get free therapy, like we get ten yeah. sessions a year. And I was like, Do we? Yeah. And so they because of that, and I mean and it's completely free. Like I don't yeah. get a <laughs> shut up. I don't get a bill or anything. But I was like, Really? So it was like, you know, here's an opportunity again for me to go. There's no reason yes. why I can't because sometimes yeah. money can be a barrier. Like I can't True. afford a two hundred dollar session with somebody for an hour. So There's it's always like coupons in their reach. <laughs> No, it's not. And if, oh I wouldn't be going to them. <laughs> I wouldn't be going to them if they ain't reached. That's just my opinion. Put on a coupon, uh, I get 30% off this. Right. Yeah. right. Therapy right. at the gas station. That's and when you don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm good. Don't worry. But I was like, why not? You know? And so then I came home. I asked him. I was like, do you get free therapy sessions? And he was like, yeah, I do. So I'm like. I think I really? get like up to six free ones. Yeah. Five or six. So, so I mean, I just feel like now I'm glad that insurance companies are also making it more available mm-hmm. because that that finances can be a barrier mm-hmm. you know like i just can't afford it you know yeah. so i think just the whole awareness around mental health and making it more affordable That's true. is a good thing and so people should check their insurances to see if they have that availability or that access mm-hmm. because why not why mm-hmm. not take six or ten free sessions and see where you are and get that check in and if you need more then it is worth making that investment because you're gonna make it in other stuff mm-hmm. you know yeah. rather mm-hmm. it is your other vices or whatever mm-hmm. you're gonna spend the yeah, money yeah. to mm-hmm. deal with the problem so it's mm-hmm. like you might as well identify where you are that's right mm-hmm. any totally last words agree. for us i appreciate you both being here Oh no! Yeah, I just thank you thankful. So yeah, thankful. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Thank y'all so much for being here. Um, I got to run up to DJ yeah. a party tonight, and um, thank you so much for being open, Jason, sharing sure. that. Because yeah. I'm sure there's a lot of people, um, and I'm glad you shared that because it's kind of like okay, you grew up in the same type yeah. of way that I grew up. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, maybe I do need to go get my oil change. Mm. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, Dr. Gunn. Yes, sir. Appreciate it. Thank I was about you. to say Sabrina, but I want to respect that you are Dr. Gunn. Thank doctor. You. All doctor. That, all that med school. Yeah. You done went too far enough to put that doctor. Thank yep. you. Um, and thank you for doing what you do, too. Thank you. Because, I mean, it, it, it's, I, I didn't, me personally, I didn't realize how important it was. So yeah. I feel like this is exposure. Yeah. And then we got from the doctor side, and we also have from a patient yes, side. So yes. thank y'all both. Yeah. Um, thank I, you for this platform. To for, This is what we need to get it out there to absolutely. stop the stigma. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Well, I am DJ Doris E. And I'm Maya Dorsey. And this is another edition. Ep- I was going to say episode, but edition, episode of the Dorsey Dan podcast. We, oh, Jason, I'm sorry. We yeah. always ask, how Handle. do people find you? Oh, um, Instagram, Jason Hills. That's Boom. It. Yeah. Jason Hills with an S. Yep. I'm DJ Dorsey. That's Maya. She already said it. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Bye-bye now. <laughs> <laughs>